Hey podcast lovers, welcome to Caffeine and High Hopes. I'm your host, Danny Weirden. You will be able to connect and listen to inspiring beings, local badasses, and overall good people. Honest conversations about business, relationships, parenthood, and everything in between can be found here. Get comfy and get ready to be motivated to live your best life. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited for this week's. I finished recording with a really great guest. I decided to record with her and then go back and do the intro and everything for you all. So I want to give you a quick life update. We spent the weekend at a local cabin called the Rise Airbnb. And I honestly, I can't recommend it enough. We absolutely loved it. It's it's right along the river hills. You have an incredible view of the sunrise and the hills and the river. And it was just a great experience for me and Casey because there's no power and there's no running water. So we really got to rough it for a couple of days. Um, but it was so needed. Like I felt like we really really got some good quality time in and was able to spend a lot of time outside even though it was pretty cold out Uh, we made the most of it we did a ton of tobogganing and snowshoeing which Casey actually enjoyed he was a little apprehensive about it at first and really didn't want to do it but once we got going he loved it and we took Birdie with us so she was living her best life running around and playing in the snow and everything And yeah, we had a great time. The wood stove was a game changer. I desperately want to get one in my house. And uh, yeah, it was was super cozy and fun and was just the perfect way to spend the long weekend, family day, Valentine's Day, and all that. We ended up at night, we played Crazy Eights and kind of had a wager going of whoever would win each round would get a Valentine's Day chocolate. So that was super fun. And it was kind of interesting because it really came full circle. Um, I used to play Crazy Eights with my great-grandma all the time. That was her game. That was their thing. And then as I got older and stuff, and especially after she had passed away, that was kind of our little way of remembering her was by playing a game of Crazy Eights. And it was super, super cool to get the chance to play that with Casey and kind of feel like she was there with us so that was that was really nice and sweet and yeah I'm I'm ready for a four-day week ahead here super super excited to finally share this episode with you all I've been meeting to talk with this guest for a long time she's been on my list for a while and finally was able to coordinate it and get it scheduled in so I hope you guys enjoy it and definitely rate and review if you liked it, share it around, let people know about it. And yeah, this is, it's just another great way to showcase a really good local entrepreneur who has been in business for 10 plus years and has, you know, really made a name for herself and is a big part of the community, I feel like. So yeah, happy listening and I'll talk to you next week. Welcome back, everybody. This week, we have a local badass who's passionate about bath, body, beauty products that are made with super simple ingredients. They're all natural. They're toxic and preservative free. I absolutely love all of her body butters. And Casey's a huge fan of the room sprays, or I guess the monster sprays. And she's really Mm -hmm. passionate 
about changing the way we see beauty products and is also an amazing entrepreneur. So I would like to welcome on Sarah Keats, aka the Green Goddess. Yay! Thank you for having me. I'm so honored and excited to be here today with you. Yeah, I'm so pumped that we finally, I've had you on my list forever. And finally, I was like, we need to schedule this up. <laughs> so I was excited when you were game. I know. That, yeah, I was totally game. But then sometimes I look at my calendar and I'm like, how are we going to make this work? Because it just feels so hectic sometimes. But it was something I really was like, this is so great. And I really want to do this. So let's just make it happen. For me, I have to schedule things or else they just, the days keep just flying by, right? So I'm oh, glad yeah. we could do it. I uh, I can definitely relate. I feel like things always, you always have to think ahead like so many weeks in order to plan anything yep. out and it can be kind of chaotic, but it's good. And if, if it's on the calendar, it yeah. happens. <laughs> That's right. If it's on the calendar, it happens. And you look at the calendar and you're like, why did I do, all, why did I say yes to all of these things? It's just too crazy. But when you do it, it's just so rewarding. So yeah, I'm really happy. I can't wait to, to have this conversation with you. I feel like I'm missing my community. So this, oh. maybe I've been isolated too long. <laughs> I know. I know. That's actually one of the perks with doing this is that you can actually feel like you're having a a conversation with someone normally even though you can't <laughs> you can't go and do yeah, it like right exactly it's oh. it's true so that that is the the nice thing about um our the power of technology these days and still being able to connect in these ways so <laughs> oh I know thank goodness okay so before we start tell us where you're from what you've been up to and any uh, little tidbits that you want us to know Mm, okay. So, well, I think the most exciting thing for our family was that we had a big move a couple mm -hmm. years ago. And even though we stayed in the same area in this Peace River region, um, we were we were living in Grimshaw for 12 years. And mm -hmm. as my company was growing and our family was growing, um, we realized that we, we quickly had to get out of town and kind of spread our wings and uh, just have more space around us. So we took the opportunity to uh, buy some land and build a home. And so we are now located about 25 minutes outside of Peace River on the way to Nampa. Okay. And we live along um, a beautiful river, the Heart River. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll have to come out here, Danny, sometime. It's so beautiful. Yes. And uh, just you know, sitting on our deck and looking out at the river and the animals and we have eagles on our land and oh. um, yeah, everything. So we're just so happy that we're in this. This is like a dream come true for us. So, so That's originally amazing. though, I am a Saskatchewan girl. So I grew up in Saskatchewan and mm -hmm. lived there my, yeah, I lived there my whole life, um, like eight until 18, um, my whole, you know, childhood and all through my school years. And then I went and traveled and uh, worked on cruise ships for about five years. And during that time, my parents relocated up here to the peace country. So okay. when I phoned home one day to connect with them, my mom was mad at me and was like, Sarah Ann, 
you need to phone home more often because we're moving and I had no way of calling you on a cruise ship. And, you know, and I was like, you're moving like what? So yeah. So we, you know, I never went back to Saskatchewan. We, we came to where I came off the ships. I came up here to, to see where this Peace River place was in Northern Alberta and Mm -hmm. the rest is history. We've been here now for like going on, you know, 15 years. So yeah, it's a beautiful country to live in. Mm -hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I definitely, when things can open up again, I will hundred percent come out there because I would love to see your new studio and everything. I've just seen pictures and it looks amazing. It's it really is, Danny. It's a beautiful space. And um, I would love for you to come out here and see what I've been up to. So, I mean, that's the beauty as well in the in the times that we're living in right now with COVID is um, I kind of wake up pretty much every morning with a smile on my face, mm-hmm. grateful that we are on an acreage and we have space to roam and, you know, we're not in the tighter confines of town. This um, acreage life has just really done something magical for my heart and my soul. So I'm, I'm very grateful that we're out here with our children during, especially during COVID. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's, it makes such a difference just so that you have your own space. Like we, we moved, um, in November to a, like an acreage and, um, same thing. Like we have our own yard. We have, we can just get up and do whatever we want. Like there's trees all around. It's, it really does make a huge difference. (laughs) It does. And I, I never really realized it. And Till we moved. So, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it's to me, it's the best thing to wake up and see nature and not your neighbor's house. So yeah. <laughs> that makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So let's start from the beginning then let's kind of talk about like how, mm. how did the green goddess start? Yeah, this is an interesting question because I feel like it was a variety of situations or experiences in my life that just kind of led up to this almost perfect storm of becoming the green goddess. So I thinking about it, I believe it started when I was even just a little girl and I always had the dream and desire to take care of people. And I wanted to be a doctor. I had really big dreams. I was going to be a doctor. I was going to medical school. This was, you know, what I wanted. And as time went on and I grew up a bit and you get to the stage where you're in your teen years and then, you know, you feel like you've been in school your whole life. And I don't know about you, but for me, I just wanted to feel free after the confines of high school. And, you know, after being in school for 13 years, I suddenly had this insatiable desire to travel and to get out of town. I was, I was raised in a little tiny community of like 280 people and, and, and that was fine. That was a lovely way to, to grow up as a child, but I had this deep insatiable desire to travel. And so then I, um, I realized, gosh, if I really want to pursue being a doctor, I'm going to be in school for like another 12 years or, you know, basically the same time as 
that kindergarten to grade 12 spell. And for me, that was just, there was just a voice inside of me that was telling me that there was still another way that I could take care of people, but I wouldn't have to, I could kind of have, have my cake and eat it too. So I started to explore how I would be able to feed the two desires I had, the one which was to take care of people and the other one which was to see the world. And that's when I realized that um, if I became a massage therapist, that that might tick oh, both of those boxes. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I did. So I went to I went to college for two years to become um, a registered massage therapist. Mm-hmm. And the moment I graduated from that program, I applied to work on cruise ships. And um, I got the job and I had to travel to London, England and do some training with the company that um, they're called Steiner. And it's a company that is basically contracted to manage and operate all of the luxurious spas on almost all of the cruise ships that are out at sea. Mm-hmm. And so I started this amazing traveling journey where over the next five years, I traveled around the world and visited many, 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 many countries. And it was fantastic. Um, and during that time, of course, working in a, in a five-star luxurious spa, I was introduced to many, um, treatments and you know we did hot stone massage and seaweed wraps and sugar scrubs and um, we worked with essential oils and you know all this kind of spa luxurious stuff yeah and I think um that planted a seed in me too you know I I that was the first time that I really was introduced to you know detox wraps and um massage oils and the essential oils and so when my time on cruise ships was done and I met my husband and, and we decided to kind of settle down here in the peace country. Mm-hmm. It's like, I still had this desire to like take care of people. And I still had this desire, um, you know, to, to just travel, but I also wanted to feel settled in, in where I was. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then that, you know, I think that led to this moment in time, Danny. I like to tell people there was one day, I'll never forget it. I was in, you know, um, a, a drugstore or like a big, you know, a Walmart, something like yeah. that. And I was, I was standing in the aisle in the beauty section as I often did. And I was looking at products and I was, I was looking for one particular product in particular, it was an eye makeup remover Mm -hmm. that um, my mom used to use. And when I was a little girl, I would sit in the bathroom and watch my mom put on her makeup and take her makeup off, you know, as we do as little girls. When my mom would take her makeup off and take her mascara off, she always used this blue bottle of liquid and she would put it on a cotton pad and she would wipe her eyes and her mascara just magically came off. And, and it obviously made an impact on me because when I started wearing makeup, I would always look for this same blue bottle that she used. Mm -hmm. So I was standing at the, in the aisle looking for this, you know, iconic blue bottle. (laughs) And in that moment I saw it and I went to reach for it and something happened. It was like this little lightning bolt went off in my head And when I reached for it to just kind of absentmindedly throw it in my shopping cart, there was a 
this little voice inside of me that said, I wonder what makes this bottle blue? Like, why is the liquid blue? You know, and I, and for the first time in my life, I flipped that bottle over and I had a look at the ingredients. And it was interesting because this was about 10 years ago and it wasn't the time when we had iPhones and, you know, we weren't able to just stand in an aisle and look something up right then. So I grabbed a pen and paper from my purse and I wrote down the ingredients in this bottle Mm -hmm. and I didn't buy it. I just went home and I thought these, these words sound cray, like completely, (laughs) completely. There was like capital letters, there was numbers, there was hyphens and dashes and words that, you know, sounded like somebody took the alphabet and scrambled it up and threw it back (laughs) into, you know, like a game of Scrabble or something. And and, uh, I went home and I researched those ingredients and I became infuriated with what I was learning. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Danny, to answer your question, I feel that a seed was planted when I was a little girl and I had that desire to take care of people and a seed uh-huh. was planted when I traveled the world and I worked on these luxurious spas in, in cruise ships and a seed was planted that day when I was infuriated when I looked at that, yep. the things that yep. was in that product, you know, they said, oh, this, you know, li- is linked to cancer and you should never <sighs> put this on your eyes. And I'm thinking, oh my oh, God, we're God. putting this on our eyes and you know, all this crazy <laughs> stuff in it. And, um, and so, you know, it was, I think it was that day that the green goddess was born because it was born out of a need and a desire because once, once I learned something, I I just have trouble unlearning it. And so I started Mm -hmm. looking at all of my cosmetics Mm -hmm. and I just couldn't, uh, you know, the green goddess was born in that moment, I think in that aisle. Yeah. So that's how it really began. And, uh, and the rest is kind of history. (laughs) So, okay. I love this. Like I, what a, what a great way to travel and see the world. Like you really, you mapped it out so well. That's just, that's so cool. Um, yeah. Did you know that about me? Well, did you know I was a massage therapist? I knew you were a, I knew you were a massage therapist, but I didn't realize that mm-hmm. you were on cruise ships. That's really cool. Yes. Yeah, I love that. that was really great. And that's how I met my hubby. And yeah, it was a fantastic experience. Um, fantastic. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was <laughs> in- incredibly hard work, but it was mm-hmm. amazing to wake up in a new place every day, pretty much oh, no and doubt. see the world. It would be so rewarding yeah, really and then cool. to be working cool at the same time. So that's, that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And um, now we have friends all over the world, which is fantastic. Yeah. That's, I think that's like, probably one of the best goals to have, Hey, is to have connections Mm -hmm. everywhere. Yep. Okay. So after like, once you realize like, yes, there's some pretty toxic and harmful things in just typical standard beauty products. How did it look then when you decided like, I want to change this, I want to do something different and I want to offer something to women out there. Like what, um, what did that really look like when you started? You know, it, it was a really, it was exciting, but it was also an, a, a bit of an uncomfortable process, Danny, because like mm-hmm. I said, you know, I just have one of those brains that once I learn something, I just can't, I can't lati dot out of my head. Yeah. I'm just, I'm in it to win it. Like, uh, you know, once I had my, once I realized and I dug deep and I, and I did the research and I educated myself on all of this 
stuff that's allowed to be in our cosmetics and our body care products. Mm -hmm. It was like a rabbit hole that I jumped down that I still don't think I have jumped out of, (laughs) found my way out of (laughs) to this day. Um, I continue to, um, to just learn and research and dive, dive ever so more deeply in to reveal more hidden chambers. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's a, it's a crazy rabbit hole. Yeah. And I guess, you know, for me, what the challenge was once I started learning these things, I became almost, you know, obsessive or committed to really looking at all of the products in my life. And then I have such a stubborn streak in me. You know, (laughs) I suddenly I found myself, I can't buy lotion. I can't buy shampoo. I can't buy conditioner. I can't buy toothpaste. I can't buy, you know, so it was like every single thing that I needed in my life or I felt like I needed, Mm -hmm. it needed to be replaced with something that wasn't going to potentially kill me. Yeah. And so, um, and back then, you know, I think it's a different world now, 10, 10 years in, there's a lot more options on the market now, but back then, 10 years ago, it was like, at least in my mind, it felt like we were only just starting to explore even, or have the conversations that maybe these cosmetics aren't really a good idea. Right. Mm -hmm. And so at the time I just could not find what I needed. I, there was nothing in this community. There was, you know, we're in a smaller community. We're up North. Um, we weren't in a large city center. There wasn't a huge, you know, I don't even know if Amazon existed. I don't think it did. (laughs) And, you know, it was like, if you can't get it from the drugstore, then, you know, you better be making it. So yeah. That's right. And that's basically how it started for me. And I think um, the first product that I ever made was my body butter, because I I think we can all agree that living in a harsh winter climate yes. um, and that's dry really takes a toll on our skin. And I was like, if I don't use lotion, which is so notoriously full of chemicals, mm-hmm. I had to create something fast. And my body butter was one of the, the first products that I ever made. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's how it all kind of came to be. Um, and so it was just this process of eliminating these toxic products out of my life and then trying to replace them with something that was healthy or nourishing to my skin. Mm -hmm. Um, and at the time, fortunately I had, I wasn't a mom yet. So I had looking back, I had so much time on my hands to (laughs) research. I used to research recipes and product development for days on end hours and hours I don't have that luxury of time now but um, (laughs) thankfully I have more knowledge and a bit more of a system to to do those things so yeah so that's how you know it was it was that that's how the process looked for me and um, and there was just no turning back and and still you know like I said I feel like I'm still in that rabbit hole and I'm still discovering new things and I'm still uncovering things that I don't agree with in the beauty industry. And I just keep trucking forward, just keep one step in front of the other. Yeah. Well, you've been pretty good with like, you're constantly coming out like with new, new things or new developments and new products and things like Mm -hmm. that. And, and lots of it is stuff that I don't think a lot of us generally think about because it's, it's always been like, well, you just, you use this, like you look at, 
Mm -hmm. um, kind of the big change in deodorants, even lots of people switching to natural deodorants or even your bug mm -hmm. spray and stuff like that. And a lot of those things, if you hadn't put them out there, I probably wouldn't have thought twice about it because it just wasn't yeah, on I my radar. <laughs> That's right. Like we, we, I think uh, whether it's just the way that we are as humans, it's, it's cultural, you know, we're raised as, you know, you're in the bathroom as a little girl watching your mom put mm -hmm. on her makeup and put on her mascara and her lipstick and her eyeliner. And then she takes it off with this bottle of something and she puts on a cream and, you know, it just becomes ingrained in us that this is what we do. And yeah. we don't really stop to question those things. We don't stop to question what is actually in this product. And I dare say that a lot of times we don't even do that with our food and that's your industry that you yes. know about as well. You know? And so it's, it's goes hand in hand. It's what we put in our body. It's what we put on our body and it's, mm. it's same, same, but different, you know? And, yep. um, and so I really, feel that there is so much value in just as a human pausing sometimes and and evaluating what is in your life on a daily basis and really thinking about that um, critically and wondering is this the best choice for me you know mm -hmm. the, it's these little things we do day in and day out that really make a difference in our overall health as we as we proceed and as we get older and you know it's those little tiny decisions every day yeah. mm -hmm. well and especially if you're looking at like long term like are yeah. are all these things that I'm doing gonna affect me you know 10 15 years down the road that's right that's and, right. and it's hard to think that when you're young but yes it's, <laughs> it's really important to try to do that <laughs> oh yeah well but even just to have like it's kind of nice because you have you've sparked that conversation. And I think just having that initiative and kind of telling people, you know, maybe go home and look at the ingredients of all the things that you're using and putting on your skin. Like just, just go have a peek and see what's there. Like you're, you've kind of facilitated that, um, initial questioning, which I think. I hope so. Yeah. Different. Thanks, Danny. You know, one thing I like to teach in my workshops to just kind of reiterate what you're saying is we have we have a conversation at the beginning of my workshops generally about why it is that we may want to choose natural products. And, mm -hmm. you know, there is a statistic out there that says that the average woman uses approximately 12 skincare products on her on herself every day. Um, and that's, that's a rough average. So some women out there in my workshop say, oh my gosh, like, and we're talking, we're not saying you don't count makeup as one, you count yes. your eyeliner, your mascara, your lip liner, your lipstick, your serums, your, you know, it's mm -hmm. not, it's like, so some women out there are like, oh my gosh, just 12. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm probably using 20 or 25, or, you know, you add in your deodorant yep. and your toothpaste and your lotion and your body wash and your shampoo and your conditioner. And, you know, you add in all of these things and there are a lot of products that we use in our day-to-day -day life. So, you know, if let's say, let's even take that number down to 10, let's say that a woman uses 10 products on her skin on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And you look at the ingredient list on each of those 10 products. I would, I would <laughs> dare say that there is a minimum of 10 ingredients 
on each of those formulas, like minimum. And so if you take 10 products and you times that by 10 ingredients, that's, that's a hundred different ingredients that you are using in your daily, you know, routines Mm -hmm. and your lifestyle. And really, have you thought to think, what are those 100 ingredients that I'm constantly using? You know, are they contributing to my overall health or, you know, my demise, right? So um, it's, it's really, yeah, it's important to, to really think about these things in my opinion. Oh, for sure. And and I think it kind of comes, it wraps it all into like your overall being basically of, you know, what you put into your body is what you're going to get out of it. So you can be mindful of it or conscious, or you can just continue on and then, you know, maybe pay the consequences later on when it builds up over time. That's right. I agree. So to me, my philosophy is always to just be aware and, you know, educate yourself, read Mm -hmm. those ingredient lists and then make um, better informed choices. And if at the end of the day, you're still like, Sarah, I will never give up this face cream. It's my favorite. (laughs) And I don't give two hoots about what's in it. Then that's fine. At least, you know, at least, you know, you know, these are the things I won't give up, but maybe over here I can make improvements and then, Mm -hmm. you know, try to find that balance. Well, yeah, like you don't have to completely overhaul everything all at once, but even if you can start, you know, being conscious of it and swapping things out one at a time or just being aware, I think that goes a long ways. I agree. That's what I tell my people as well is just baby steps, right? We just, you don't have to go home and throw everything out because you listen to the podcast with the green goddess and she guilted you into (laughs) throwing everything in a black garbage bag. You know, you can still just, you know, as something is used up, you can just replace it with something different. And it's, um, it's baby. Yeah. Okay. I kind of want to talk about the whole entrepreneur side of things here quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of, because I, I like to really bring out that it's not, everyone thinks, you know, being an entrepreneur and owning your own business is just so glamorous and cool, but I kind of want to take the layers back with these kinds of conversations and just prove that there is a lot behind the scenes and, you know, sometimes it's hard and sometimes you really got to push through and stuff. So for you, like, do you ever struggle with creating or, you know, keeping the motivation going when it comes to products? Like, is that something you've ever run into? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, in the beginning, I feel like it's probably like a new relationship where you're just Mm -hmm. infatuated and you're on a high and you are just, you feel unstoppable And you just, you know, you want to be with that new love 24 seven, and you just give your heart and soul over to it. Mm -hmm. And that, that passion and that love and that infatuation and all of that, it sustained me for a really long time on my, on my entrepreneurial journey. And in in fact, Danny, I, I would dare say that it has sustained me that that just deep seated love and passion that I have for my industry and Mm -hmm. and for creating products sustained me probably for the better part of 10 years of the of the my entire you know experience as being the green goddess it's interesting though because it was just recently in the last maybe year or two 
that I started to feel like I was feeling burnt out. Uh, And so, you know, that feeling of like, I still love what I do and I still can't imagine it any other way. There was like different obstacles popping Mm -hmm. up and it's complicated and it, it is many I understand your question and the the root at what you're trying to get at mm-hmm. because um, it is like an onion and there are many layers and we are human and there's many things that happen in our lives and circumstances change. And for me, you know, one of the biggest challenges was um, be- becoming a mom and having yes. kids and then have, yeah. having one kid and then having two and then having three and and then moving to an acreage and building a green goddess studio and building a home and you know mm-hmm. so at one point um, yeah I felt like I was burning out and then that whole process of creating and the passion it feels like it fizzled yeah and you know yes. then you have to kind of pause and say wow I'm I'm not sure what to do with this. I need to dig, dig deep and ask myself some hard questions. And, you know, Mm -hmm. if this is what I see myself doing, then how do we, how do we go about it in a healthy way? And how do we um, maybe set boundaries or how, um, you know, how do you make, how do you make the long journey? Like, how do you become not a sprinter, but like a, a cross runner, right? Yes, it is like a marathon. Entrepreneurship is absolutely a marathon and you have to be in it for the long haul. And so I'm, I'm very happy to say that, um, you know, I know that I'm in it for the long haul. It's, Mm -hmm. it's my calling in life and it's what I love. Um, but there are many, many layers to that onion that you have to continually peel back and, and learn and discover and figure out how it's going to work for you. It takes a lot of, a lot of grit. For yes. Sure. Yeah. Well, grit. and even just balancing things, like as soon as, as soon as you bring like motherhood into the equation and kids, that's a whole new level because not only are you trying to like keep your, you know, your business baby going, but you're also trying to do the mom role and I think like, that's why I think it's just so amazing to see people who have their own businesses that are also moms, because that's, that's a lot, like that's two jobs in itself that you're juggling basically. And um, it, it really is Danny. It's, yeah. it's, um, it, it's, it's full on it's, you know, and if you don't have that grit and determination, um, that drive, if you don't, if you haven't tapped into the source of your power and, and, and that, you know, what what drives you, then it's, it's just so hard to yeah. find a reason to, mm-hmm. to make it work because yeah. And, and I know, you know, exactly yeah. what I'm talking about um, because yeah. you know, it, and how you described it as your, your work, your business baby, it, it really truly is like, to me, the green goddess is my baby. Yeah. I call it my fourth, my fourth baby because I have three <laughs> human babies and I have yep. a green goddess baby. And I always joke with my husband that um, even though all of my human babies have been pretty horrible to me at certain times and stages as babies yes. and you know, mother motherhood is hard. Yep. The green goddess baby, she is a complete bitchy baby. <laughs> 
constantly requires attention and love <laughs> and dedication and yes. you know commitment and I'm like yep. god you're just sucking me dry you know <laughs> so um you know you really yeah it's it's a struggle sometimes for sure um but, but I wouldn't have <laughs> oh sorry go ahead I was going to say, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, it's, yes, I can't imagine yes. it any other way. <laughs> Which is, it's just amazing because I mean, at the end of the day, you, you kind of need, you kind of need your business baby to have that bit of an attitude because that's, what's going to help you level up and stay motivated and keep going. And cause if, if things are easy all the time, it would be, I don't know, it'd probably be kind of yeah. boring and just, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be as excited about it. <laughs> Well, Danny, if that's your measure of like a successful business, then I am so <laughs> on my way up because Good. I have a, a real, you know, I have a feisty business baby. And, <laughs> and so I'm, I must be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be famous. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, so what I kind of want to go into then, like, have you, have you faced any like major roadblocks within the green goddess journey? Like, has there anything has anything happened that really stood out that you were like, oh shit, like how are we going to get mm. through this kind of thing? Yeah, definitely. Um, the the first one was motherhood. Yeah. Like yeah. Th that, that was That's a game really changer. hard. Mm -hmm. it, it really, really truly is like, you know, I think back to that Sarah that stood in the aisle and reached for that blue bottle of eye makeup remover and how I had the luxury of going home and researching probably for mm -hmm. the next two months straight, you know, 10 hours a day, yep. all about chemicals and toxins. And I mean, I don't have 10 seconds to myself these yeah. days, you know? Um, yeah. So it is a game changer. And so motherhood, definitely, even though it is fantastically rewarding in its own right and you would never change that either it definitely changes things yeah. so that definitely was was one and still remains to this day mm -hmm. a hurdle for me um but the other hurdle i would say it's interesting because being an entrepreneur is all about taking risks and oh, yeah. that's this it's this ugly dance that you have to, you know, you want to stay in your comfort zone and things are working. So you just kind of, you know, you stay in that cocoon or in that, whatever you've built yourself that feels comfortable. Mm -hmm. But then as your business maybe grows and you find that you're a little more successful, you start to outgrow that, that home that you've created for yourself, that cocoon starts to get tight or that shell, you know, and, um, and then you have decisions to make, like, do I buy a storefront? Like, do I, do I want to be mm -hmm. brick and mortar? Do I, do I need a website? Do I need a studio? Do I, you know, where am I going to make these products? It used to be okay that I could make them in my kitchen with a couple babies underfoot. And, yep. um, and then, you know, you would balance like, okay, now I have to make kids are wanting snacks. Now I need to kind <laughs> of like change gears and stop the salve production and start the snack train. And, yep. um, you know, and so at some point, you know, my business was gaining momentum and finding success and our house in Grimshaw was starting to feel pretty tiny. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we always joked, my husband and I, that the green goddess was like this, this 
tenant that we had in our home <laughs> yeah. that was just like brutally misbehaving and just spreading out her shit everywhere and you know taking <laughs> over our home and our basement was filled with green goddess and every room and every spare cupboard and every spare inch of my house oh. that I had you know we would tuck some green goddess thing in there and so we we realized like wow this this is <laughs> what are we going to do and yeah. then I got pregnant with our third child and that was a big old surprise. And <laughs> it was, I, I said to my husband, I'm, I'm pregnant. And he looked at me and I will never forget the look on his face and his knees literally wobbled beneath oh, him and he no. had to sit down. Oh, and no. He didn't even, yeah, he didn't even say like, oh my gosh, or congratulations or like, yay. It was yeah. his first words were, we have to move. And oh said, God. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We do. And so, you know, um, that, that was a huge hurdle, Danny. Mm -hmm. I swear to God that that whole process of <laughs> being pregnant with my third child and having two other young kids and a house that was busting with green goddess and realizing that we had to move and trying to find our dream acreage and yes. then building a home and yes. building a studio and all of that while pregnant or, you know, having a newborn moving we moved to this acreage two years ago in February during a cold snap where every day of the week was minus 40 just like yes. the weather we recently had yes. and um, and you know my husband tweaked his back and he was the only person who could move because I was looking after a newborn yep. and I had contractors here and we were building and it was insane and then I had a, <laughs> a, a newborn that never slept and oh god you know I that hurdle like it almost it almost took my life it was just yep. so hard to to grow out of that comfy cocoon that we had in Grimshaw and then to to make that move and the move was expensive and oh yeah you know, financially, it was a huge commitment to make this move and to build a home that could accompany our family and then to build a studio that could accompany the green goddess so that, mm -hmm. so that I felt like I had some differentiation between work and life. You know, I needed yeah. the green yeah. goddess to have her own space. Yeah. And so that was a major hurdle, you know, that, that whole taking a risk and taking all of the hard earned dollars that you have ever made in yeah. your whole life and putting it into this business baby and just hoping that it works, you know, um, mm -hmm. it's scary. And, and that, that was a mental hurdle, like for us, you know, and all our eggs are in this basket now yeah. and we're here and we love it, mm -hmm. but it's a constant risk and it's constantly stressful. Um, but also exciting. And I know, yes. you know, that feeling, so you know what I'm saying? Oh, big time. And just, you know, you kind of do a got to trust yourself in the midst of it of like, this is, I can do this. I, you know, it's all going to work out. It's just kind of convincing yourself to step into it is the scary part. Yes. It's so true. It really is. And it, and it was, it was, it was scary for sure. So those were, those are probably the two major hurdles, motherhood and, you know, just that Amazing. having faith in your company and mm -hmm. taking it to the next level. I knew that I would never be able to make the green goddess something bigger than what it was if I didn't have my own space if I didn't have yeah. my own kitchen 
I just knew, you know, that this will not work. So it was just taking that blind leap of faith and throwing yourself (laughs) off the cliff and hoping that there's a cushion (laughs) underneath, right? (laughs) Well, it's just, it's kind of a good example of, you know, you have to assess, do you want to stay where you're at or do you want to expand and grow and kind of take things to the next level? And if so, like, you're going to have to get uncomfortable to do it. Oh, so uncomfortable. You hit that right on the nail. And it was, you know, I'm still feeling the aftershocks of that discomfort, even now that we're settled two years in, it's like, oh my gosh, what did we do? Sometimes (laughs) you just ask yourself like, what have we done? And, you know, and then COVID strikes or, you know, the whole world gets flipped upside down and, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, you know, so yeah, it's, it's, um, Hindsight is always 2020, right? But looking into the future is a bit harder. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, I remember all your posts when you guys were moving and like, like what a huge undertaking, but it just, it seemed like it was such the right thing for you guys that it it, it really, it, yeah, thank you. You know, it was, it, it, it really, truly I'm so happy here, but oh my gosh, the overwhelm on a daily basis, you know, now running an acreage and having chickens and having dogs and <laughs> having gardens and, and yeah. wanting more. And, you know, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a thing. <laughs> it's a whole new chapter to enjoy and explore. It really is. Okay. So let's kind of, let's talk quickly about products now. Mm. Um, so what, um, what are your best sellers and why? Mm-hmm. And kind of take us through the process of how you make them. Yeah, well, I oh, I was thinking of this because <laughs> choosing a favorite product mm-hmm. is kind of like choosing uh, your favorite child. True. It's very yes. hard. Um, <laughs> but of course, there are some that stand out to me in my collection that have become like these dear friends of mine, you know, that I continually turn to in various situations. And I think it depends. Well, I know it depends on the season Mm -hmm. because we have such distinct seasons here uh, where we live, you know, summer is like summer is summer and winter is winter and they're very different beasts. (laughs) So I find um, in the summertime, especially as a mom with three kids, the thing that I would never be without ever. And I'm almost in a state of panic if I don't have it in my purse or it's in mm-hmm. the truck is my plantain salve. Oh, and yes. yeah, it, for, for us as a mom with three wild feral children running loose in the, in the, in the, in the <laughs> wilderness, there's tripping, there's falling, there's cutting, there's scraping, there's itching, there's bug bites. There's, yeah. you know, yeah. there's life and plantain salve for me is such a miracle. Um, it, and I, I, as a mom, I have found it to be one of those products that I have put it on my children probably hundreds, if not thousands of times in various situations. Mm-hmm. And I'm never, it never ceases to amaze me to watch them transform literally on the spot when I put plantain on them. They yep. might be hysterical. There's blood, they're crying, it hurts, <laughs> it stings, it's, you know, it's itchy, it's whatever it is. And you put this plantain salve on 
and it's, there's almost this immediate relief and they calm down. And then within 30 seconds, you know, the itching stops or the pain stops or the stinging has gone or the blood has ceased. Yeah. And so as a mom, to me, it is like, it's the like polysporin, but it's yes. like the nature's polysporin, right? Um, and so the powers of plantain never cease to amaze me. And that's a product that I just never want to be without. And we wildcraft that ourselves. This is made from, a lot of people don't know what plantain is. And they think it's the banana, like that banana thing. And no, yes. no, it's, yep. the, it's the plantain weed that grows under our feet here where we live. And I highly encourage every mama out there to go into her yard in the summer and look and learn plantain and look for it mm -hmm. and because it's it's um very easy to just rip a leaf off of that plant and chew it up because it's edible you can just chew it and make what we call a spit poultice mm -hmm. and you can dab that on itchy mosquito bites you can put it on cuts or bleeding it helps to clean a wound it helps to draw out any infection it helps to um, promote healing and it takes the pain away it's fantastic it's amazing so plantain yeah. is definitely up there for me of course we're in winter right now and I think I would die without my body butter like, yes. it is just that product for me that is it just kicks the crap out of lotion any day yeah. anytime any like um so for me uh, body butter when you are intensely dry or uncomfortable in your own skin uh -huh. there is just no beating that rich buttery shea and those <laughs> organic oils that are in there and it's all whipped and fabulous um so I love to do, you know, a hot bath. And then when my skin is still damp, when I get out of the tub, I mm -hmm. will put body butter on because when you put it on damp skin, it absorbs into your skin faster. Yes. And then I find it's not as greasy and I just can get dressed in the next five minutes. And then yep. my skin has just transformed. And and even my children, the last, um, this last week, when we had these intensely cold temperatures mm -hmm. with, you know, minus 50 with the wind chill, I noticed that, um, you know, our air is just so dry and all three of my children's hands, the tops of their hands just yes. felt like little yeah. alligator yeah. skin. And so I took, um, either plantain salve or my body butter, just depending on what jar I happened to grab. And I would massage their hands at night, just before they went to bed. And within three nights they had this perfect baby skin back and they were so soft and you know so to me um that body butter helps with um a lot of customers of mine say well help them with eczema or yes. psoriasis or you know the well, whatever even, I've seen before and afters it's amazing mm -hmm. and even right now with so much of the hand washing and hand sanitizer like I find oh you add that on top of the already cold winter, like everyone's hands are just in rough shape. It's horrible. And I feel so bad for those kitties who are, you know, sanitizing their hands 30 times at school yes. and washing and, and workers. Yeah. And yeah, so, um, so that that's definitely um, one of my best sellers is the body butter and, and fabulously worth the, the experience. Um, oh, yeah. And the, uh, the other one I really wanted to bring up too was as a mom, when my babies were little, mm -hmm. we always had angry diaper rashes at my house. Yes. I think my kids had some undetected food sensitivities or sometimes they would have one of those toxic poops that yes. just burnt their yep. bums to yep. oblivion, you know, and, and, um, 
And sometimes my son, especially my first, my first child, oh man, his bum would be so red. It would, it would actually in some areas almost blister. Like it was brutal. Mm -hmm. And I made this diaper salve of mine out of desperation. And I spent a lot of time researching all the herbs and everything. You know, I put a lot of, a lot of heart and soul into that product and it never ceased to amaze me how amazing it worked literally overnight. You would put it on and their bum would look like it would never heal. And by the morning, it was gone. And it was just like a miracle product. So um, as a mom, the diaper salve, I just would never live without it. And then I've learned over the years, 10 years of talking to people at farmer's markets that, oh man, they're using that diaper salve on sunburns and they're using it on eczema and they're using it and, and with great success. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is really quite a little multi-purpose product that we Mm -hmm. have here. So that, that is a, an absolute favorite, but you know, Danny here in the winter, when we're kind of getting to the stage where I think it's safe to say that we're kind of getting sick of winter. We've (laughs) been stuck indoors, uh, COVID sucks. And, um, you know, all of those factors, um, I, I dare say, and this is on a serious note here. I, I really am worried about the mental health and well-being of our community during oh, these times time. and times. Yeah. yeah. And um, for me, um, you know, not that I have a miracle product that I'm saying this will cure anything, but right. um, one of the things that I, that I have that so many customers in like a moment of um, just deep gratitude and a raw exposure of how they're actually doing have confided in me that um, one of my essential oil blends I make called Sun Chariot is um, just really giving them some comfort and Mm -hmm. joy through these hard times. And it's a blend of oils that are good for, you know, anxiety and depression and just feeling down in the dumps. Yeah. Great for kind of that seasonal, seasonal blues, you know, the winter blues. And so, um, you know, based on the season, I definitely have different favorites, but that's definitely one of them for the winter time. Um, it's so popular, in fact, Danny, that I'm working on some new collections. So Ooh. answering the second part of your question too, where, you know, um, how does that process look like of creating mm-hmm. products? Well, you know, um, having the pleasure of being at farmers markets and being at local events for the past 10 years and really getting to know my community has given me such a bird's eye view of what products people continually are reaching for over 10 years and what's what's the favorites and what can kind of just fall to the wayside Mm -hmm. and so many people are loving that sun chariot blend that I've decided, you know, you know what, what I need to put this in a variety of products. We should have yes. a sun chariot body butter and we should have oh, the bath yeah. salts and we should have a sugar scrub and we should have a wellness yeah, like roll, its own line. You know? Yes. So I had this idea recently, um, that I wanted to take my best sellers and, you know, the aromas that I knew people loved and I wanted to expand my collection. And instead of maybe just having it featured in a body butter or a sugar scrub, we would create a, a, a wide variety of products in a collection that people could reach for because not everybody likes to have a bath. So, yeah. you know, bath salts might not be for somebody or the bubble bath, but maybe, you know, a, a convenient little roller that they can dab on their pulse points and just kind of help get them through their day might be great. So I want to start doing new collections of products mm-hmm. and, um, 
And really the process for me is, I don't know, I guess it changes. Now it looks like I get the fantastic ability to go to my brand new studio. I get to, um, yeah, I get to close off the door that attaches to our home upstairs and my husband watches the kids and I come downstairs and I crank the tunes and I (laughs) pour myself a drink of something and that might be wine or it might be tea or whatever, (laughs) anything in between. And I, and I just get in the zone and Mm -hmm. I just love it to have my own space here and your own time. um, Oh, it's the best, Danny. And to just not have to do that whole like, oh, the kids are hungry and I'm in the middle of yes. pouring 100 tabs and I have to stop production. And, you know, now I have my own certified kitchen. It's a, mm-hmm. approved by health, um, like Alberta Health Services for me to make my herbal teas out of here. So, you know, I don't mm-hmm. even have to go and hunt for another certified kitchen somewhere. So the right. process is easy and it's fantastic. I walk down my stairs, I go to my studio, I get inspired and I just dive in and I start creating or I start, you know, making things and it's just so good. I love that. Well, and it kind of gives you the chance to just get into flow. Like you can yes. just start and go from there. Like you're not having to juggle and, you know, multitask a bunch of different things like that that is solely your time down there to create which is it's that's 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 so yes that is that is the word Danny it is bliss to just have a space it's like a man I think with his like man cave or with his garage or his shop I'm like, this is my shop. And, you know, I, I don't even really like when the kids come down here. Like, I'm like, don't touch my walls. Don't yeah. touch anything. Don't this look at anything. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, this is my space. I've peed all in all the corners like a dog. Like, this is yeah. my space. Go away. You know, <laughs> it just feels so good. <laughs> Which that's so important, though. And like anyone who is a mother that's listening, you know, when you need those moments and when you just want your own little area and space where you, you can kind of detach from it and just like get lost in your own thoughts and whatever you're doing like that, it is so nice to have. So a thousand yeah. percent. I it's, get you. It is. I, I dare say it's critical. It's, it's absolutely mm-hmm. critical. Um, I'll, I'll add one other thing to that, Danny, And it is sure. this, I know that as you said, any mom who's, who's listening out there, you know, I think we can all agree that we all need some me time sometimes. And whether that's like locking the door in the bathroom and sitting on the toilet seat and like whatever (laughs) (laughs) hiding, or whether it's going for a coffee by yourself to your favorite coffee shop, which we couldn't do forever because of COVID, whatever that process looks like, it's so critical. And I will add that I feel it's even extra critical in my situation because we homeschool our children. And I don't know Mm. if you knew that, but you know, we have three kids and we homeschool and our kids are constantly in our grill, like 24 seven. We are, we are one big happy family, you know, (laughs) and I say happy with, you know, quotes, um, air quotes, Um, because we are, we are constantly in each other's faces. And I have learned over the years being an, being an entrepreneur and being the green goddess. Um, I used to think that I was such an extrovert and that I fed off of, you know, because I am so comfortable behind the camera or teaching right. or workshops, right. I could speak in front of a thousand people and it wouldn't bother me one bit. Mm-hmm. And so I always thought that I was this extrovert that I you know, needed my community and I loved being on stage and all of that. But I have realized somewhere along the way that I I'm actually not. And I really 
thrive. And um, my deepest sense of nourishment comes from carving out complete me time. And I mean, oh, I don't yeah. even want to talk to my husband. I just yep. want to, just be, to be by, by myself. Mm -hmm. just by myself. And I can feel that the world starts to make more sense when I carve that time out for me. So having my studio here is such a gift for that. Oh yeah. Well, and it's so important. Like you need that time to recharge and just to be alone. <laughs> like absolutely. that, yeah, that's a huge portion of it, which is, yes, I'm so excited. Like I cannot wait until you can host workshops again. Cause I'm hundred percent coming. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's such, it's, there's such a wow factor when you come here and I have such big dreams, Danny, for, mm -hmm. I haven't shared this with anybody yet. Um, but uh, you know, being an entrepreneur and being a complete like dreamer and a, yes. um, overachiever and, you know, I have that entrepreneurial spirit and the, and the big gypsy, you know, yeah. ideas and, you know, so I, I have big dreams for this land and I would love to see medicinal herb gardens here one oh, day. Yes. I would love to have maybe even tourism out here and mm -hmm. weed walks and maybe even working with some um, local indigenous elders or, you know, anything to yep. just make this a bit of a hub where people can come and find a piece of sanctuary and they can interact with plants. And so, yes, I have that really would be big, amazing. big dreams. Yeah. I, I um, am constantly uh, you know, wishing that I could like, speed ahead, like, you know, 10 years, like, you know, we need to do one and it's done. Oh man. It's horrible to try to like, just It'll enjoy happen. the process. It will yes. happen with time. Yeah, You got to keep those ideas. Like you got to keep you know, fine tuning them. And then when we are allowed to do stuff like that, it'll just open the gates and just do mm, it, launch it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Oh, so, would you say then like, what, what's been your biggest accomplishment? accomplishment this far would you say it's your new studio yeah that's definitely yeah you know as a woman yeah. danny when you um have if you have any time and you go on pinterest and you yes you, know, you pin your perfect home and you pin your perfect existence and your perfect everything right mm -hmm. and you have these boards these mood boards and um you know it's so funny because sometimes you have dreams that feel so big that you create that Pinterest board for them and you're not, you're pretty sure it's just going to remain the Pinterest yes. board. Yeah. And, uh, and it's funny because years ago I started a board called GG workshop dreaming. Oh, and it was just things that I would come across. Maybe it was a door handle or it was a, um, a cupboard or the subway yeah. tile or the, you know, the countertop or the, the art on the wall, whatever it was, I would throw all these beautiful, the, the, the pictures that you see sometimes of herbs in jars lined mm -hmm. up on a shelf in a pantry, like a herbal pantry, you know, I would just save all of these things and I would put it in this GG workshop dreaming Pinterest board. And I just kept putting things in there and dreaming and dreaming and thinking like, God, that would be so awesome. <laughs> and, um, and you know, I have to pinch myself sometimes it's here. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. I'm living that dream. And that was, was a huge accomplishment for me to to just have my own space and to give my company the gift of growth mm -hmm. and to have miles of counter 
rooftop space where we could, you know, if we have, if we have to make 500 body butters in one day, you know, you we can. could do that. We, yeah. we would have that space. I wouldn't be, you know, hanging body butter jars off of plants and high cupboards and, you know, it's, it's all here. So that was a huge accomplishment for me, for sure. I think the other one, Danny, would be that I created three human beings during the process. In the midst of it all. Yes. And so, you know, they really, I guess if, if, if I knew that today was my last day on earth and, um, you know, and you were, you're able to really distill down what matters and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it would always come down to your family and your children and, your, oh, definitely. Your, you know, and the yeah. love that you have and the, that whole thing. And so um, to just know that I have created these three little masterpiece, you know, babies yeah. <laughs> through the, through the, through the whole thing of, of, of entrepreneurship is, is, um, is a big thing as well. So yeah, that's That's so awesome. Well, and it's, mm -hmm. it's neat that you brought up the Pinterest boards because Mm -hmm. I was reading a thing the other day and they said like, you can basically use your Pinterest boards as like a vision board. So like, if you are dreaming up goals or you have big ideas or things that you want to accomplish, it's, it's a, it's an online way of creating your own vision board for all those ideas so that they can come to life when the time is ready and everything sure did so. for me. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I guess I'd add one more thing to that, Danny. I think another really accomplished, a big accomplishment for me. And I hope, I hope, you know, I say this, um, you know, with humble, with a humbled spirit, but oh, yeah. I'm really proud of the reputation that um, the Green Goddess has yes. has built over the ten years of service to my community. I feel, maybe I'm delusional, but I feel, as you know, we often do have our our finger on the pulse here. That my community really appreciates the level of service that I have. You know, I'm, I've always, always, always been there for my community, and you know, yes. whether it's through answering messages or helping a mom at 11 o'clock at night, who's saying like, my kid is this or that, or we have a problem here. And what would you do? And, you know, just, I think it's just those everyday, um, that everyday level of commitment that I put into my business and I put into Mm -hmm. my community has earned me a a really, um, a, a wonderful reputation that I'm just so very grateful for. So to me, that feels like a big accomplishment because well, yeah. we all know that we have met that we, we all know that we've been in a store or we've met a business owner or, you know, whether, whatever it is, you know, you've met a business owner and they just flip in hate what they're doing. They hate yes, their you can job. Tell. They hate you. They, they, you can tell. And, you know, it's those businesses. I feel their pain because they've lost that love and they've lost yeah. that passion for their business, or maybe they never had it in the first place. And they mm-hmm. need to really dig deep and figure out what their calling is in life. But we've all been there where, we're, where we've had horrible customer service, or you just think, God, you know, this, this yeah. is a brutal experience. And I, I dare say that I feel that, you know, I've given my heart and soul to my customers over the years. And I think that they can feel that love. And oh, so- time to know that people know of the green goddess name and, Oh, I've heard your products are amazing. Or I've heard such good things about you. You know, I, yep. I hear yep. that all the time and it just makes, it just makes all of that hard work. So worth it. 
Well, yeah. And that's ab like, absolutely feel proud in that. Like you've, you've done the work, you've created this, you know, great little brand and kind of name for yourself. And even like the reach of it, like there's, there's green goddess stuff all over and it is really cool to see it kind of grow and change. And like, absolutely. You, you can tell that like, especially even at like markets or anything like that, people, people are kind of drawn in because it's almost like, it's almost like you bring this comfort towards everyone and they can kind of just feel mm. like, oh, like this is where I can go, you know, to, to feel better or, you know, take care of myself a little bit more. And I, yeah, I think that's amazing. And hundred percent, like Thanks, relish in that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So I got one more question and then we're going to wrap up, but, um, mm -hmm. So what is, what is your favorite part of owning this business? <laughs> if you have a favorite part. Well, being your own <laughs> boss. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think being your own boss is fantastic. And you would know that feeling too, Danny, yes. where, you know, yep. you, you set like, you set the rules and mm -hmm. you set the hours and you set the time and you say yes, when you want to say yes. And you say no, when you want to say no. And, mm -hmm. um, although I seem to only ever be able to say yes, so I'm not exactly sure that's an <laughs> accurate statement, but, um, um, you know, you are your own boss and there's a lot of beauty and freedom and good, mm -hmm. good feel, good feeling, you know, vibes in that. But, as you and I both know, that is a double-edged sword. And so it is. Um, with that, I am my own boss comes that whole, I maybe never take a break or I am, you know, there's many, many, many um, dark sides to that mm -hmm. as well. And so um, I would say that it's, you know, always trying to strike that balance of, yes, it's wonderful to be your own boss and to set your hours and to work around what works for your family. And we know that as being a mom, you know, that's difficult oh, yeah. for me. I'm working around homeschooling yeah. and I'm working around my children. I'm working around sleepless nights, mm -hmm. um, you know, and so I'm very grateful that I'm able to have a lifestyle that is in alignment with my values. So we wanted to homeschool our kids. We wanted to live off the land. We wanted to have big gardens. Yeah. We wanted, yeah. you know, we wanted a certain lifestyle. We're, we're different, I guess, a little bit in that regard. Mm -hmm. And so I can shape, you know, my business to fit around my lifestyle. And it's not easy. It's constantly a struggle. And I'm, mm -hmm. you know, it's, 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 it's very hard to find the, the perfect formula, yeah. <laughs> but to just know that, you know, it comes down to me, I have the power to make this lifestyle work or I have, I can change it if it's not working for me. So it's just nice to be your own boss, but with yeah. that comes great responsibility. Yeah. It does. And even just, I mean, you learn so much from it though, too. Like you learn how to implement boundaries. You learn how mm. to you know, juggle a lot of things, prioritize time management, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Especially when you have kids, like it's, it's so ideal because if, if something comes up, you can drop everything and, you know, be there with them rather than worrying about being stuck in a job that you can't leave. 
Yeah, I agree. And you know, there's that component, Danny, where you just have to be so disciplined as a business owner. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you just find yourself on social media all day. Yeah. Or, you know, yep. um, I can dive into research and sometimes I have a hard time getting out of that. So I have an yeah. issue. Uh, one of the hurdles that I have in my company is moving thoughts and ideas and dreams and recipes and inspiration from my head or from that Pinterest board into action. And that yes. really is where the magic happens. It's, it's that discipline mm-hmm. and it's that ability to take a seed or take a thought or take a, a feeling or whatever that is and to turn it into action. And I think yes. that that's probably what separates the, the good entrepreneurs from the rest is that you constantly have to be able to put things in motion. Yes. And I definitely struggle with that. So, you know, being disciplined enough to be a creator of content on social media, media, rather than a consumer of content. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, all, all of those things where you are disciplining yourself to wake up at a certain time every day to work towards your goals, or you aren't going to bed until midnight because you're working on something like last night, I was finishing a blog post on Valentine's day until midnight. And I came upstairs (laughs) Yep. And I had love potion tea brewed for my husband and I, and, you know, it had been sat in a, in a thermos staying warm. And by the time I came upstairs, I looked at him and his face looked like it was melting off and he was tired. And I oh. sat down to enjoy <laughs> a cup of tea. It was our 15 year, um, 15 years ago, he asked me to marry him on Valentine's day. Aww. So I was like, you know, I'm coming, honey. I'm sorry. It's just blog post. And then I come up and he's like, just dog tired. And, you know, he drank about a, a quarter of his tea and he was just like I have to yeah. go to bed Sarah and I'm like yeah. I'm sorry I suck you know I <laughs> you know we were supposed to celebrate and and we we did not you know and um that's what entrepreneur yeah entrepreneurial spirit really looks like apologies but, it's it's um <laughs> it's crazy it is but it's so it's so rewarding though even though like it, it may feel hectic and whatever I actually had just did a post on Friday of it was a little wheel of kind of basically what you had talked about where you you can have the inspiration for something and then there's the planning process and then there's the action and it just you just mm-hmm. keep going through that cycle and you need you need all of those parts or else it's not it's not going to get anywhere that's right. And, you know, you need to have the right people. Cause if you don't have the tools, like, I feel like I'm lacking the tools sometimes Danny to mm-hmm. take these big ideas and dreams I have and put them into action. So I'm constantly looking for people in my life that can help me with right. that, or give me the right tools to make that game plan and then put it into action. Because there are honestly some things that I have wanted to do for years and mm-hmm. I still can't execute them because I don't have a plan. Right. And um, yeah, so you must send me any resources you have on how to kick my ass into gear and <laughs> better choices. <laughs> I, can, I can definitely look into that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I need okay. it. <laughs> So I ask this with every guest that comes on to kind of tie it into the name, the caffeine and high hopes. Um, Mm. So how do you like your coffee and do you, what high hopes do you have for the year ahead? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, good question. Well, I am only, you're going to hate me. I (laughs) only just am starting to learn to like the taste of coffee my whole life. Mm -hmm. I have never liked coffee. 
And so the way I like my coffee is probably with like 15 sugars in it and lots of cream and froth and whipped cream and yes. syrup and things like that. Yeah, like a dessert. So like I can handle, yeah, I can, I can handle a caramel macchiato maybe. Okay. Um, um, but that's about it. So I like that's it funny. sweet. That would that's be my answer. Creamy okay. and sweet. And, um, my hopes for the future are to continually be able to make magic happen here on my land and in mm -hmm. my business through serving my community with a full heart and, um, and having the skills to be able to put all of my big dreams into action. Mm -hmm. I'd love to become a hub for people to come to here where women can just escape and they can hang out with the green goddess. Yes. Do a workshop or have a tour of the gardens or whatever that might look like staring over at the river. And um, so I hope that I just constantly, you know, will have will gather the courage and the grit and the determination to keep going. And you totally will. Yes, yeah, you'll do it. Keep the magic going. Yeah, it'll I'm it'll so happen. Too. It's all going to <laughs> the world's going to open back up and we're just everyone's going to go crazy and have a great time. <laughs> Yeah, I think it'll be pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I can't wait. Okay, so now tell, plug plug your social media website where people can find you, whatever. Whatever you want to let people know mm -hmm. how to connect with you. Yeah, so um, I have a online website and it is www.iamthegreengoddess.com. Uh, so that's my online store where people can shop and place orders. And especially if people are local, they uh, can check out without having to pay any shipping. And I just take deliveries into Peace River every nice. week, yep. which is yep. nice for my customers. And of course, we ship all the way across Canada and even into the United States. So people can order online. All of our social media handles on Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest are I am the green goddess. And, um, and then of course we have a couple, you know, retail outlets locally that uh, carry the green goddess products and mm -hmm. people can go into these stores. We just opened up a location in uh, mint health drugstore in peace. River. Yes, I saw that. That's awesome. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we're at the Bodhi tree downtown and we're also at mint health drugstore. And then, um, there are some other ones in the shadows and possibly even a chat with you in the future, Danny, about some green goddess products too. So yes. anyways, lots yeah. of little places yes. that carry. So we'll have a chat about that. And, uh, yeah, so that's where you can find me. Cool. Well, thank you. This was good. Like, thank you so much. Well, I'm on. grateful. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it makes me feel special. And um, I have so much mutual respect and adoration for what you are doing in your world. Thank you. And um, yeah, so basically for me, it's like girl power, goddesses unite, yes. <laughs> putting those fists in the air and just <laughs> killing it, right? So hear us roar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Thank you so awesome. much, Danny. I appreciate being here today. Thanks.